Yes, we do. Oh. I think my CD player has a virus. Nah, it's the same old cheap CD player we've had all along. Hey, that's for you, Marilyn. See, there it goes again. My name's Casey Steed. Welcome to Citizen Watch. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley. Well, we're still here. We still have a voice. Let's see. Let's get ready for the next. The outgoing segment. Hey, here we are, the bonus half hour. Bonus half hour. Been tongue-tied all morning. March 14th, 2020. Saturday, a rainy Saturday. Hopefully rainier as the week goes on. Because we need... Oh, that's the song I wanted. All right. Anyway, uh, I hope it's going to be rainy. We need some rain. Need lots of rain, folks. You want to get out there and get those weeds. Because you know what's going to come next? Summer. You're going to get the nasty gram from the fire department. Casey Williams. Billy. Jeremy. All the fire guys. They're gonna, you know, they don't want to... They don't want to have to go out if they don't have to, would you? You see the inside of those stations? Anyway, now you got to get your weeds down. Got to get them down, so uh, do it while it's uh, young and tender and green. I find that's the uh, easiest way to weed whack. Maybe a little messy, a little wet, but uh, better than the heat of the summer, mosquitoes, all those fun things when nobody wants to go out. And the yard next door is uh, brown and four feet high, and you're just hoping that that uh, stray bottle rocket it. And 4th of July doesn't come over the fence, so get it now. You know, be proactive. Have we learned nothing other than to be proactive? Let's not talk about the COVID-19. We spent the whole first hour talking about that, the 8 a.m. hour. 9, nine o'clock, we, uh, folks may have heard vitamin D, C, I don't know, uh, acerola cherries. I had a friend that sold Amway years ago, and they had vitamin C that was made from acerola cherries. Obviously, I sat through the presentation because I've never forgot that. I don't know if acerola cherries are better for vitamin C than anything else. But the guy that was uh, buying the 9 o'clock hour bailed out after a week. So guess who got it back? That's right, me. So uh, I don't know if that's good news for the listeners or bad. But uh, hey, you got me for an extra half hour until otherwise notified from 9 to 9.30. And of course, you can listen to us from 6 to 7 a.m. Not only uh, on Saturday. But during the week, Merced County Morning News, now you won't get my uh, insight and opinion as much or hardly any as you uh, do on Saturday. So you you still get your Saturday fix, 6 to 7, 8 to 9, 30. Of course, 8 to 9 is one show. That's the old, the old original, the old easy chair that we've always occupied all these years, which is uh, going on a decade, my friends. And then 9 to 9.30, the bonus half hour that, uh, well, everything's up for sale, but I don't like to let pe- too many people know that. Anyway, no, it's, we love to sell time here at Radio Merced, especially lady, lately, since everything uh, is kind of being canceled. If you haven't noticed, there's uh, nothing going on. There's nowhere to go. Get to know the family. Get to know the uh, significant other. Spend some time together. Maybe you can go through the uh, self-testing line at Walmart, you know, get swabbed together. What a, what a bonding experience that is. You know, hey, we're both negative, hon. Good news. Guess we'll stay together. Hey, you know, I was uh, going over the uh, results of the elections. Talking about Measure O and Atwater failing miserably. Needed a two-thirds vote, even though the Merced County Times. Very optimistic in their uh, reporting. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, it didn't pass. No, I need 66%. That's two-thirds, folks. Even, even an old MCOE math major, a valedictorian. Of course, everybody was. But a valedictorian like me at MCOE math knows 
59 is lower than 66. I don't know how much lower, but it's lower. And it didn't pass. I don't think even with the uh, provisionals, the the Jimmy Costa votes, all those, you know, ones in the corners. Oh, here, look, look what we have here. I don't think it's going to get it over the line. So they're going to have to go back out in November. I don't know if they're going to stick with the uh, 1%, which was double what they were doing. Or if they're going to go with a half a percent, which is what they were collecting. I'm sure the in perpetuity uh, will continue because that's pretty much uh, the way all these things are going. I know bonds have to have a limit, but <laughs> I think they would uh, keep those going forever if they could. But here in the city of Merced, the city of Mercy, uh, they uh, their city council meeting on the 2nd, which I didn't get a chance to talk about much because we were talking about election stuff last week, things that were going on. Uh, besides raising the trash rates, they've also gone out for Measure C, uh, kind of a public survey, that sort of thing. Of course, it will be done on the phone. Uh, getting your opinion, you know, public safety, do you agree, do you not agree, blah, blah, blah. They did this in November. I still have the letter. Maybe it was October. You know, Steve Kerrigan, uh, Ken Elwin signed it. Chief at the time, uh, Goodwin. Of course, he's he's cashing the retirement checks now to undisclosed location. Uh, Billy, I think, uh, Chief Acorn, Alcorn. It went to William Alcorn after he got appointed chief. I, I like Billy. Anyway, Billy, uh, Chief Billy, he... Billy Alcorn, our fire chief, he, he signed the letter. Kerrigan, I think Murph, uh, Mayor Mike Murphy signed the letter, you know, wanting to know your opinion. Well, what is important to you? What are some of the concerns to you? Now, uh, you know, surprisingly or not, homelessness, number one, uh, public safety, uh, you know, that uh, everybody wants the cops and the firemen to show up. I, it's just amazing how that works. You know, you dial three numbers and you expect something to happen. So uh, no surprise there. And again, what this is kind of doing is putting the public on notice. Hey, I wonder why they're asking the question. Because they want to continue the tax. And we don't want to be like Atwater, even though Atwater really wants to be like us. We don't want to be like Atwater where we're at the last minute waiting, waiting for, uh, you know, the voters to come around if they want the police department or not. We know we need Measure C for both our police and fire. We have a third, I think, of uh, the staff, personnel, of course, the equipment advice. And then there's $100,000 in there for roads. Don't forget that. That fills uh, three potholes a year. Anyway, the point being is we want to go out earlier than later, but I don't get the unending public surveys. And then here's the uh, thing. Here's the dirty little secret that we need to uh, get out on the table. How much is it going to be for? Well, you say, Casey, it's a half a cent now. They're just extending it, aren't they? Aren't they? Are they? I've heard, you know, with my uh, bad hearing that uh, (laughs) they might put a little something, something on there for uh, I don't know what parks, the police station, the uh, I don't know. I hear in the garbage rates and I've got to, you know, I'll tell you, it was like watching the prices right. The shell game. You ever seen that? It's three walnut shells with a ball under it. And man, sometimes it's hard to follow. And I believe in the trash rate increase, they've got a new corporation yard in the rate increase. If I'm not mistaken, at least money to go towards it. And I understand that taxation bonds are one of the only vehicles by which municipalities have to, you know, shear the flock. But uh, I think when we talk about Measure C for public safety, you know, the first time this thing came before the voters... The first time this came before the voters, we had had a horrible, horrible tragedy happen in our community. 
First death of a law enforcement officer in many, many years. And it made people realize that the police were underfunded. And they tried to put too many things on the backs of that ballot, the backs of those issues, and it failed the first time. Very similar to what happened in Measure O recently. Too much. Too much. So we really need to be careful, and I think that uh, if my hearing is correct and people are talking about putting a little extra on Measure C for, what, parks? Youth? What, 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 what would it be besides cops and fire? I have a little heartburn with $100,000 for roads, but I understand it gets matched by Measure V, so I guess it's close to a quarter of a million dollars. But again, uh, you know, how, 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 how high is this? It can only go to 10%. The sales tax can only go to 10% until we change that limit, which again, I, I'm, I would imagine they, they will propose that soon because some municipalities are already bumping up against it. Nine, nine and a half. I don't think anybody's at 10 yet, but uh, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. So Measure C here in Merced is going to be coming up on the ballot in November. You're going to be seeing the public safety survey, you know, for the second, third time. I don't know. Look, I think everybody knows they need it. Just tell us, tell us what it's going to be. Tell us what it's going to be because, see, this is how they move it around. Well, you know, in the survey, people really like, uh, you know, to go to the park. We don't have any money for the park, so, uh, you know, people like it. We got to put it. No, no, no. That's not, that's not quite what they're saying. You know, you need, to, you need to ask them straight up. Let's be straight up. Let's not beat around the, uh, the mulberry bush here. Beat around the oleander. Might be a transient living in it, but let's not beat around it. Let's just say what we want. How would you feel about a .75? How would you feel, a, feel about a two-thirds Sales tax with half of it going to public safety and the other going to the other. Let's just ask people because you're going <laughs> to you're going to ask them at the ballot box. And if you haven't uh, seen, I, I can I can save you a couple of questions, a couple of thousand dollars uh, with the uh, with the public relations guy. People are tired of being taxed. They've hit the limit. They're at the max. They're looking at the tax bill, especially here in about uh, what a couple of weeks. That April 10th payments due, folks. That second payment, yeah, that's due. Don't forget about that one. Secured, unsecured, oh, they don't miss a they don't miss a thing. And you look at Prop 13, you know, it failed, but not by a lot. Again, we really need to look at these tax measures, these uh, propositions, these bond fees. We've talked about, and there was talk about it when they were talking about going out to Measure C, the bond or excuse me, the uh, ballot measure in November, the extending the sales tax to who knows what, I don't know. I would suggest staying at a half cent. Don't, uh, don't rock the boat too much, but here's the, here's the other little thing they need. You know, we got a lot of police, got a lot of fire. We need a new main fire station. We need a new main police station. We don't have anywhere to put them. We've bought lots. You know, we, we went into the land speculation business thinking we knew what we were uh, going to do, knew what we want. We bought a beautiful lot across from Raley's for the Merced Police Station under, I believe, Mayor Thurston. I don't know if it was started by, by Mayor Spriggs, but they looked at that area over there. Everybody, you know, growth, north, 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 north by northwest. You know, where is it headed? Where is it going? Where are we going? A lot of people were concerned that we were not looking at the downtown. We were not looking uh, to our existing footprint. So we sold it. Still trying to figure that one out. 
We bought the Sunstar building. Now, I think the, the reasoning at the time was the Sunstar had pretty much, uh, they had like four people in there and a stray cat, bowl of milk outside the door. I mean, it, it was, it was uh, there was nothing going on in there. The printing had been moved. Circulation, subscriptions, everything was uh, G-O-N-E, gone, in the wind. Had the eagle out there on the rock. That was about it. So uh, I think the thought was, hey, that would make a great police station. You know, surrounded by apartments, surrounded by uh, urban use. What a better place to put a police station. People with guns and shotguns and security. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, that, that, that was a, a brilliant idea. Nobody did, what they, nobody did what they call a needs assessment study. In other words, <laughs> besides a piece of dirt, what do you need for a police station? You know, how many lockers, you know, this, that, and the everything. You know, policing changes. You know, we got all this. I mean, you've seen these guys? They've got, they, look, they've got the utility belt. They've got the this, the taser, the, the radio, the this, the that, all the, all the, the body cam. I mean, the, the, just the charging station for an officer. You got your streamlight. You got your taser. You've got your... Your radio, you've got your body camera. There, there's four USBs right off the, the giddy-up. You get two in a car, well, there's eight. I mean, can you understand? Things change. Not like the old days when you grab the nightstick, the walking, the talking brick, and, a, and, a, and the keys to a unit. You know, who, is there a Ford out there I can borrow that runs? No, it's a lot different. It, th- these things are high-tech, man. You think cars are high-tech. Emergency vehicles are even higher tech. So again, the needs assessment study was never done. They bought the Sunstar building, realized it's a teardown. You know, it's made of concrete. Looks pretty strong to me. Let's live here. No, it's not like the three little pigs. You know, the one made of straw. No, it was a complete teardown. Thing had been built in the 70s. Again, public safety buildings need to withstand uh, major events like earthquakes. You know, little things like that. Guess what we have in California? Earthquakes. So the building, while uh, maybe it looks strong, you don't want uh, you know, all your eggs in one basket, all your public safety officials in the, in the uh, old Sunstar building. So everybody, oh, it's a teardown. Now what do we do? Now what do we do? So we got rid of that. So now we have nowhere to go. And the, fi- the fire station over there on 16th Street, while new-er, is old. They're, uh, they're uh, tight in there. I-, I understand there's not a lot of, uh, you know, they can't play uh, badminton there in the bay. No, they didn't, never did. No, it's tight. It's tight. That's the main station. They do training over there. The city is expanding, my friends. It's just like the trash rates. Talked about having to replace all the trucks because uh, to comply with the clean air standards in the state, which, hey, I get it. I get it. But uh, we have to buy new trucks, too, because if you've noticed, a lot of these neighborhoods that sat idle for a decade during the recession slash depression are now built out and uh, they require trash services. All the services that you see, and they have to buy vehicles to serve these things. They're very expensive because they're very new, and they comply with the latest regulations. And so the police are no different. They need a new police station, a main station. Fire station needs to have another substation out at Bellevue, let alone a main station. So the reason I'm going on and on and on about all of this is how are we going to pay for it? That's the devil to the details. How are we going to pay for it? No question we need it. No question whatsoever. I don't think anybody's disputing it and how we pay for it. And this is what I kind of talked about last week, getting in the carpool lane. Let's all get together. Let's all, you know, put our needs down, have a, I don't know, I hate these study sessions, but I don't know what else to call it. We all know what the needs are. I could do this in a half hour. Public safety, 
roads. Education's in there too, my friends, but uh, public safety, roads. Anyway, we need to define how we're going to pay for all of these things on the backs of the taxpayers because they're the ones with the money. Government has no money. They just spend the stuff we give them. We only know that the, uh, we know now that the property owners really are sitting on billions of potential. And it's like a wolf eye in the uh, flock when the, when the shepherd's away. Uh, it, it, it's, it's bad. It's bad. And, and they're going to come after Prop 13 again in November on the commercial side. And all of you good uh, business folks, uh, again, I, I'm with you. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight that tooth and nail. I'm not saying that you're not paying enough, but there has to be a fair way of looking at this. And we all need to get together, get in the carpool lane, get ahead of the other municipalities, get ahead of the rest of the pack as best we can. A lot of people are in the carpool lane already. You hear about the matching funds. Didn't we hear that with B, Measure V, SB5? Didn't we hear that with that? Boy, if you'd only, you know, if we pass this, we'll be a self-help county. Remember that term? I don't know any county that isn't self-help. So it's, it's, you know, we've got to get away from these terms, away from these little you know, uh, talking points, these fun things. You know, it's all about the kids. Hell, everything's about the kids. It's why we're alive is about the kids. The reason that we, uh, well, anyway, come on. You know, let, let's, let's just get together. Let's just get together. I think there's a song like that. So hopefully, uh, Measure C, when you get the phone call, they'll define what they're asking for, what they're really asking for. But I hope that the city... Uh, just in, it gives their intention. And I hope that we are able to have some representatives from the city. As you know, we love to have guests, even though we've kind of uh, instituted a, a, a phone only. We're going to try to have uh, Darren McDaniel, District 3 supervisor, on next week, talk about some of the things going on at the county over at McCag. If you've never watched some of those McCag meetings lately, man, they get dicey. And then Mayor Mike Murphy, in his last term as mayor, just came off of the State of the City, the, which was a wonderful presentation. You know, I want to say one thing about the State of the City. I didn't get a chance to talk about it very much. It was a very moving, a very moving experience for me. Uh, he's really honed this thing. The mayor, city staff, and I know it's not just the mayor, but city staff and the mayor have really honed this thing. It was his idea uh, to get this started. And uh, I've been to every one. This, this, this one was uh, really, really good. Very, very moving. But one of the things they did was... They had some video uh, vignettes, again, MCOE with their, uh, their equipment over there, no expense spared, drones, the whole, nine thi- the whole nine yards, camera angles, really, really professionally done. Uh, kudos to Nathan Quevedo and the group over there in the electronic, uh, the media department, whatever they call it. I'm sure I'm calling it the wrong name, but the guys are doing a great job. Anyway, they had a deal, a little, uh, uh, little spotlight on the police department, the interaction with homeless and there was a gentleman, a police officer, and I apologize, I forget his name, I actually met him last week downtown. He was walking a beat downtown, keeping the city safe. And again, I really noticed the difference downtown. I don't know what they've done in the last two, three weeks, but it's uh, noticeable. I know uh, city manager Kerrigan, Steve Kerrigan, indicated he was uh, putting a little uh, more onus on that. But uh, ever since uh, Tom Cavallero came out of retirement to uh, collect, a, collect a little extra there, I'm telling you, I've noticed the difference. So keep that up. Anyway... Ran into the officer that was uh, highlighted in this in this uh, spotlight of a homeless individual that had been living over there in the park. A vet had some uh, experience being a security guard in the past. The police officer went the extra distance, uh, was able to turn his guard card, get it current, 
got him a job with a local security company, uh, was able to uh, move up through the ranks where he became a supervisor on a, on a very high level. Uh, again, just needed an opportunity, uh, resources that were available being pointed in the right direction. He was a veteran, so there were some additional resources available. Again, I call that the low-hanging fruit. There's no reason why any of our veterans should be out there on the street, no reason whatsoever. If it's by their own choice, well, again, I think this is where the segment really highlighted what you need to do. And I turned to the city manager who I was sitting next to, and I go, that's what we need to do, the tough love approach where the cop, the officer, repeatedly contacted this gentleman, uh, shepherded him into the services that were available that maybe he was reluctant or didn't realize what they would provide him. And here he has a job, a house. This officer indicated to me this particular gentleman asked him, asked the officer if he could now attend church with the officer and his family. And that was really moving to me uh, because, you know, we're all connected on a spiritual level in my mind. And faith is something that's very strong in my heart. And I really feel that there is good in everybody. And people look at the police too many times as a enforcement or a, a hard edge, a, a something that uh, is uncaring or unfeeling. And it's anything but. It's anything but. You get closer to humanity as an officer than sometimes you want to. And to see these situations where somebody is helped by your actions that other people take as oppressive or you're being mean or you won't let people camp in the park or these people that wring their hands and you know, just gnashing of teeth over the enforcement that goes on. This is what should happen. And this was a story that should be highlighted and should be uh, talked about because this is how you help people. This is how you help the homeless population. It's tough love. And again, our officers out there, you just don't sit in a car looking through the windshield, going around on the beat. You get out there, you walk the beat, you make the contact, you break suction on the car seat. You go out there, you talk with the people, and that's what's happening now, and it's refreshing. And so, again, it was nice to meet the officer in the uh, video. If you don't have a chance to, if you didn't see the uh, State of the Union, or State of the Union, State of the City address, you can go online and look at it. And again, that, that to me was one of the best parts. Well, there was a lot of good parts. Again, the whole program was very moving. Mayor Murphy did a good job. And the reason I got on this, again, I, I know I'm kind of rattling this week, I got issues with my dog, my friends, and it's really bothering me. But hopefully we're going to have Mayor Murphy on next week to talk about uh, what he hopes to accomplish in the balance of his term. As you know, he'll be out of there, I believe, the end of the year. We are going to have an election in November. There's going to be three council seats on the, uh, on the ballot, uh, along with the, uh, with the mayor. There's already, I hear there's four uh, candidates in the race already. Um, we'll see how it goes. It's going to be, well, three. There's uh, Maserato, Michael Bowomany, and then I hear there's a third one that got in. I don't know if Monica Villa will be running again. She, I think she indicated she's going to run again. Anyway, uh, we're out of time. Uh, like I say, I apologize for being a little discombobulated here. A lot going on, not only in the news, but uh, just life in general. Again, I want to send my thanks out to uh, veterinarian Jim Byerly for everything you're doing. A lot of compassion in that man's heart. Folks, we'll, uh, we're out of time. At least we had the bonus half hour together, huh? It gets, uh, gets better all the time. We'll, be, uh, we'll have this for at least a little while. 
Hope you'll, uh, hopefully you'll tune in to the Merced County Morning News again every morning, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Really, uh, really like that. It's a lot of fun bringing people information that's happened uh, recently. As you know, there's not a lot of local stuff. Every once in a while, the TV stations cover us up here, but usually it's bad news. We try to bring you some interesting interviews and that sort of thing. Anyway, I know I'm rattling on. We're out of here. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk. 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. We'll see you later.